Hello and welcome to our 119th roundup episode of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu. I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry, or even just get my favorite scripts of the week, why don't you like, comment, and follow on Facebook? Twitter or Instagram on my handle MindSwanPPC or just to see snippets and quotes from our previous podcasts um, just follow our dedicated dedicated podcast Instagram page ppcchat underscore roundup. So today we have been trying to stay steady, um, especially here in London, UK, um, and not to be gone with the wind as it sounds that there's some bad storms on the outskirts um, of the country. So we're just getting like the very strong gale winds. When I was riding on my motorbike today, I almost felt myself going horizontal sometimes when I was on the road. So yeah, be careful out there, those in the London um, driving or, yeah, just um, commuting over the next few days. Um, anyway, today in our week's um, discussion, in this week's discussion even, we've got Nils Rijmans, um, Rijmans even, R-O-O-I-J-M-A-N-S. He's a good friend and so I apologise, Nils, if I <laughs> pronounce your last name wrong. Um, but yeah, he leads, uh, Nils leads us um, on the topic of wish lists with Google ad platform feature. It was a very riveting one indeed. And uh, yeah, I'm very glad I was able to join this one. Nils is a, is a great guy that I've had like some really nice conversations with about um, just building up a paid search business, um, talking at conferences and one of our favorite things to talk about scripts. And um, yeah, he's quite a tech head himself and he has put loads of scripts together over 200 on his website, that's um, nilsrugemans.com, so N-I-L-S-R-O-O-I-J-M-A-N-S.com. Um, so yeah, I really highly recommend you check that out. He gives you um, very good descriptions on starting out using scripts if you've never used scripts before and um, gives you some very good advanced one um, that cover like search query analysis, competitive analysis, um, reports um, and um, yeah, shopping stuff, DSA stuff. So yeah, check that out. It just allows you to use, you know, allows you to give all these scripts that allows you to just get out of doing all those mundane stuff, some folk, mundane stuff of um, paid search and focus on the exciting strategy stuff of paid search. Anyway, as is our nature now, as you should know, before we start um, the chat, the roundup, we, you know what's coming up. It's our quiz of the week. So our question today is, according to the um, Google new features and, um, and announcements page, how many updates have there been this year already? So according to Google's new features and announcement page, how many updates have there been this year in 2020 already? So yeah, COVID doesn't seem to have been stopping them because yeah, the geeks and nerds do not need to be interacting with a lot of people to get their jobs done well, which I really do appreciate because yeah, they're the ones that are making our paid, uh, paid search 
um, a lot of fun. So that was not a dig at all. I do love the techs and nerds um, of of any company. They do make our work a lot more interesting. Um, so yeah, Niels um, then joins us, then um, takes us back to um, our conversation um, today. And he um, starts with saying hello and thank you for joining today. Um, he's going to be hosting today. and uh, But before, uh, while we're waiting for the, the ball to get rolling, he asks a, a very nice, like, jovial social question. So what's your favorite drink and why? He starts us off with saying his number one is boring. He says H2O. So that's what, what do you think that is? <laughs> what do you mean? What do I think that is? I'm sure everybody knows that is water, plain and simple. Does the job and keeps him fresh. A great second would be the old fashioned against Again, I love its simplicity and yet rich taste and color. I have tasted um, an old fashioned and it does not. I find it just very bitter. I don't like bitter. I like fruity cocktails. Um, Julie Buccini goes, I do love wine, rosé and crisp whites in hot weather and reds in the cooler months. Yes, I am doing this podcast, um, recording this podcast with a red glass of red wine in my eye line right now. So um, yeah, I do like um, a red wine too. Um, but my answer for this one, um, and I give it in twofold, my non-alcoholic drink that I love drinking is um, a Fanta fruit twist. Um, and because um, our local grocery store is doing an offer where one is two pounds, two is three pounds. So yes, always buying two, two little bottles of them. So, um, yeah, so very yummy and very refreshing, especially when it's ice cold. Um, my favorite alcoholic drink, my alcoholic beverage, even, um, I've perfected a homemade margarita, you know, nice and simple. Um, yeah, just some tequila, some liqueur, orange liqueur. I forget, um, the brand name for it. Um, and some, yeah, squeezed lime, uh, absolutely lovely with a with a um salted rim a, a salted uh, martini rim martini glass rim oh love that so totally enjoying my summer when when um, quarantine is depressing me anyway going on to our questions of this week i won't read all the different drinks that people have although julia vice goes campari and soda that does sound yummy so going on to question one Niels asks us, so what new features in the Google Ads platform are you experimenting with currently? Now, not particularly experimenting at the moment. And yeah, come um, the end of this week, I'll, I'll, I'll really not be in the Google platforms much anymore as I'll be starting my role with Brain Labs very soon as CMO. Um, but yeah, I the last thing I um, really tested that was a new feature was discovery ads when I was um, working at um, Mediacom when I was uh, with um, our client, um, our finance client, am I allowed to say, Lloyd's. Um, so yeah, working working on that. Um, so that was really nice. And so has Niels, in fact. He goes in discovery ads in NL, um, free product listings on shopping, and max conversion value bidding. Julia Vice replies, not sure how we're defining new, but I really like my custom affinity and custom intent audience. Um, and then uh, Julie Puccini goes, I'm not really experimenting with any features at the moment. Um, and yeah, so yeah, and as I said, not currently, but yeah, discovery ads, as I already said, Doug R. Thomas goes, leads extensions, taking recommendations to hard TV bid modifiers. So yeah, I think Dog has, has um, buckled into some of those recommendations where Google is saying spend more with something, with trying a new, um, a, a, yeah, a new, a new extension. Yeah, 
So Leeds extension, that should be interesting. I hope that works for him. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Weiss um, replied to Niels because um, Julia had first said, not sure how we're defining new, but I'd like custom affinity and custom intent audience. Niels replied, good one. I love playing around and creating new custom intent audiences as well, especially for GDN and discovery ads. Julia Weiss replies, yep. One thing I really like is that it lets you add keywords or a URL. You better believe I put my competitor's landing page in my audience. Niels um, replies, yes. And their brand keywords. Kami Karras replies, we are doing the same type right now. Verdict is, verdict is still out, but I love the concept. And then we've got um, Niels going on to question two. So yeah, he really throws out the questions very quickly. But yeah, people's answers come in later for previous questions. So always look out for that. Niels um, gives us question two saying, what do you think are the most underused features in Google ads? Um, but yeah, replying to question one still, Sean Ellie replies saying YouTube video builder and conversion sets with um, target CPA. John Kagan replies to question one as well, says discovery local and finally started learning more heavily in leaning more heavily into the ui's bid strategies rather than third party platforms yeah very interesting yeah i did find them quite useful for a previous client for a client that um that i just finished working with um with um our, our brand campaigns when i took off um the rowers bid strategy um spent skyrocketed of but revenue didn't so put that back in and we were able to stabilize spend Again, so yeah, the Google Ads bid strategies aren't too bad, I must confess. Sarah Scarf um, replies to question two saying there are so many notes, scripts, notes, scripts, automated rules, bid modifiers, some ad, extension, ad extensions, structured snippets, price, promotion and leads. And Niels gives his answer to question two, going my top three, broad match, shared placement exclusions, and of course, scripts. Um, my answer to that one was unsurprisingly as well, um, scripts, um, remarketing, uh, 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 not remarketing, RSA ads, so responsive search ads, scripts, and oh yeah, did I say scripts? That's literally was my answer for it, because I do think Definitely do think scripts is very much underused. Um, Julia Vice replies to question two saying, hmm, kind of depends on the vertical. I have almost no shopping going on because no e-com clients. As an example, um, John Kagan replies to question two, website call tracking. So yeah, I think Julia Vice definitely does raise a very fair point there. Depending on the kind of vertical you're working on, there are some things that will be underused and you know you won't have any opportunity to actually test. So a lot of the things that are geared towards um, you know, shopping or e-commerce, like yeah, price extensions or um promotion extensions or like maybe even some lead gen. So actually no lead gen doesn't have to be shopping e-commerce alone but all the other kind of e-commerce specific um extensions that come out will not be used obviously depending on the kind of brand or kind of advertiser um you're working with and then Niels takes us to question three saying what new features in google ads make you pop that bottle of champagne so any google ad features that you actually like um, but answering question two kami karas goes audiences video ads local ads discovery campaigns yeah well discovery campaigns are quite new so i do imagine yeah it's not really been used well yet um, and then, yeah, Leo Pinion replies to question two saying, I still see a lot of accounts using ETAs without third headlines or second descriptions. They haven't updated their ads 
for years. Yes, that's uh, just some guys just using the same ads from um, the, the normal text ads, probably using two description lines into one because, yeah, description lines for old text ads were, was it 35 or like 70? It was 70. Yeah, but now it's 90. So possibly just using like, yeah, the two um, description lines for the, the normal text ads and creating one description line for ETAs or um, for or responsive search ads. Um, so yeah, definitely needs to be updated. And Niels goes, he's top three for question three. Um, for answering question three goes, free listing in, in shopping, discovery ads, blown up ad headlines. And of course, the fifth, time image extensions are in beta. Time image extensions. Oh, and of course, the fifth time, I imagine, image extensions are in beta. So I think it means image extensions. Um, Sarah Scott replies, I'm very excited about lead extensions, image extensions and dynamic showcase shopping. So yes, so when Niels uh, mentioned that one, he meant yeah, image extensions. Um, Julie Buccini replies to question three, saying most of the newer features are geared for e-commerce. So I have not done much win. Um, much with them. Sean Ellie replies to question three saying, I haven't set it up just yet, but I'm pretty excited for automatically updating customer match lists. No more uploads. Jordan Stark replies to question two saying, display campaigns and add variation. Uh, variations um, to question three. Julia Vice replies, image extensions for the win. My travel and restaurant clients are pretty pleased. Nice. Um, Neil's then going on to now onto my favorite question of the day. <laughs> yes, this was my favorite question to answer as well question four what features in google ads frustrate you the most and for this one i just going to reply um saying a cheeky um so a summary of last week's chat so that's basically where we talked about um yeah platform wish lists and things we'd liked and didn't like about different platforms so um but to answer this question for my favorites of um yeah what frustrates us about Google Ads um, platform is, um, yeah, navigation. We don't need two um, column ones. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't get that, especially the one that allows you to actually click on whether you're in search campaigns or shopping campaigns or discovery campaigns. It blacks out when you click it on it and you're not actually sure whether you've selected anything yet. So, yeah, very slow. Um, give us back exact um, in all caps because, yeah, I will keep asking for that. Um, more control on smart shop shopping campaigns, support people or recommendations that aren't just about getting you to spend more. And that's just to name a few, like some of the answers that um, our other experts gave were, were thought, um, ones I was thinking of as well, but I didn't just feel, I didn't want it to be, feel like if I was just recapping everyone's answers for this. Um, so yeah, Kami Harris then um, answers question three though, saying um, free product listings, um, leads, extensions, image extensions, custom um, audiences. Um, Jordan Stark replies to question three, saying still waiting to see how new call ads shape up. Video ad extensions look pretty, really promising too. Julia Vice replies to question four, saying I mostly get annoyed when features are taken away let me optimize my app campaigns and my local campaigns um and then yes here is scarf replies to question three um and saying that um, larger fonts on headlines I've seen Jimmy Marvin posting some screen grabs 
of them recently. Um, and then, yeah, oh, that's um, in reply to what does blown up headlines mean? Um, so, yeah, Neil says that there's been blown up headlines and that's larger font on headlines. I've seen Ginny Marvin post some green screen grabs of them lately. That is interesting. And there's a um, article about that and I will put it in um, in my links on my link tree, um, like a set of links. And that's one from Search Engine Land where, um, yeah, Ginny Marvin has shown an example of, um, yeah, blown up headline fonts that is that Google is testing at the moment. And then in response to question three, we've got John Kagan going, the one that doesn't um, give me a headache, still waiting <laughs> for it. Um, Neil's, uh, Neil's replies to question four saying, um, my top three ads getting disapproved for no legit reason, um, um, inability to target search partners separately, hidden nudges to make you switch to smart bidding, i.e. default switch to e um enhanced CPC for every new conversion you create. So all the different yeah, recommendations that are just not worth it, really. Ryan Bennion replies to question two saying, I might get some hate for this, but I don't care. Display campaigns. When was the last time you personally bought something from a display ad? I'll wait. There's, there's uh, much better ways for brand exposure, even at a cheaper um, cost per thousand impressions or cost per view so that's um in answer to what do you think are the most underused features and he feels display ads yeah i don't think it's underused definitely um <laughs> so sean ellie replies to question um four saying smart shopping give me search query data match types remember when this mattered account scores sorry i haven't automated everything google the list goes on um, and then, yeah, John Kagan replies to question four, saying the lack of the transparency in discovery, local and smart campaigns. Also, how we can't segment the partner network into standalone ad groups like we used to be able to pre-2012, like Bing does. Also, I dislike change and demand. We all call it AdWords still. It's <laughs> hilarious. And then in reply to a question four, we've got Leo Penion, uh, Penon even, um, saying the placement report, let me exclude these kids' YouTube channels more easily. Um, and then, yeah, Julie Bicini replies to question four, saying the lack of data with RSA is frustrating. I might use RSA ads more if they provided better data, not being able to just exclude app or YouTube traffic easily. 10,000 placement exclusions limit. It's not sufficient with um, no ability to fully block app or YouTube traffic. Um, and then, yeah, Sarah Scarf then replies to question four saying anything Google has dubbed smart. Everyone gets excited about it until they realize that basically means less control or visibility, not being able to exclude locations or placements easily. And then we've got Julia Vice continuing her, her answer to question four saying, can we please just add a toggle for exclusions? I don't want app placements in all my campaigns and there are times I really want them. Let me make that choice easily and simply. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice as well, then responding to um, Ryan Bennion. And this is talking about display campaigns uh, and the fact that, yeah, people might hate this idea, but the fact that display campaigns are not used enough. And Julia says, I'm in favor for both and agree on the hurl factor. Sadly, I'm forced to build media plans based on performance, not just my gut. So as much as display annoys me when it builds good audiences, I use it and YouTube. 
Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Niels going on to question five saying, um, when thinking about new features in Google ads, what benefits are most important to you? Please rank with percentages. Try to get to 100. Um, he goes, um, yeah, and so ABCD goes, um, reduce manual labor, B, increase ROI on ad spend, C, expand reach, and D, other, namely, dot, dot, dot. And he's, um, yeah, um, split for that is B, 40%, so B, um, increase ROI on ad spend, a 40% so A is reduced manual labor and C 20% so 40% for increased ROI and ad spend 40% um, for reduced manual labor and um, C for 20% um, for expand reach and I just said that yeah without just so that I don't become redundant my answers will be similar to that because yes um, reduced manual labor is all about scripts but I've, I've put a lot of value on increasing ROI on um on ROI on ad spend, so that's increasing revenue, increasing conversion rates, instead of just pushing spend. Um, and then yeah, the rest for expanding reach. Um, Daniel Vardy uh, had his answer to question four saying, um, I'll also add they can do something better with the competitor insight reports, bring back placement research, which they wouldn't because they want it to be automatic um question uh, an answer to question five cami caras goes increase roe decrease manual labor whereas recommendations adds manual labor and easier ways to limit audience um i don't think she got the what that what we're supposed to do with that question because she didn't give um um any percentages anyway john kagan does give some percentages here saying 50 percent other i.e transparency 25 percent expand reach 15 percent rowy 10 percent reduce manual labor I've, dif I've discovered that reducing manual labor doesn't save much in the way of headaches and time interesting and then we've got um, Ryan Bennion replying to question five saying um, A, 20%, B, 50%, C, 10%. So um, yeah, reducing manual labor is 20%, increased ROI 50%, and um, expand reach 10%. And for D, reporting 10%. Um, and then Sarah Scarf goes, um, I think I would say, I'll have to say 50% reduced manual labor, um, reporting setup and exclusions, setup and exclusions, 35% increased ROI on ad spends, and 15% expand reach as I don't typically do much brand building. Um, Elio Pinon replies um, saying that A, 20%, so that's um, reduced manual labor, so 20%, um, increased ROI on ad spend, 40%, and um, expand um, ad reach 10% D, transparency 30%. And then we've got Daniel Vardy going um, um, for, yeah, a reduced manual labor 10%, increased ROI on ad spend 20%, expand reach 20%, other, namely increased visibility 50%. Oh, what kind of keywords is he working on? So yeah, I think that's more in terms of expand reach though. I feel those two are um, very similar. Julia Weiss replies, now this is a thinker, reduce manual labor for sure, but without sacrificing reporting, increase ROI. Does anyone not want this? I'd say audience exclusivity. Can I get people just um, on smart TVs who I can't get on YouTube, Facebook, Snap, or wherever? What are the percentage, uh, percentages though, um, Julia? <laughs> 
And then, yeah, in response to um, question five around Benny and Gozum, I have hard, I have a hard time ever wanting to reduce manual labor because that will eventually put you out of a job. Or do people not jump to that conclusion like me? Yes, no, don't, don't jump to that conclusion. Sean Ellie replies, A, 5%, so um, reduce manual labor 5%. Um, what was the second one? Increase ROI, 75%. Um, increase um, ad spend or increase, uh, yeah, reach an ad spend, 10%. Um, and improving reporting data, 10%. So, yeah, his most valued one is improving ROI on ad spend. Um, and then we've got... Um, Sarah Scarf replying to Ryan Bennion, um, where Red Rider said, I have a harder time ever than ever um, wanted to reduce manual labor. Um, I have a hard time ever wanting to reduce manual labor. Sarah replies to that. I don't worry about that because I think we as marketers and experts in our fields have a lot more value to add around strategy and optimization that we'd have so much more time for if, we're, if we weren't doing loads of manual exclusions. I totally agree with that. I'd rather not have to do all those search query analysis reports and negatives and new keywords because of how much exact is not exact anymore. Um, and I'd rather the script actually really deal, deal with that. Rand replies to that saying, I think we shouldn't worry if we can explain and validate why 100% automation isn't the solution to marketing. Human plus computer equals to best results and yeah that's true and i think that will always be true um julie bikini replies to question five saying 40 percent a 40 percent so reducing manual labor 40 percent um 30 percent for b so that's improving roe 10 percent for increasing increasing ad spend and she just put d 20 percent and this is where i feel we all went um what's the d for though julie <laughs> and then a couple of people um like that um yeah julie then continues to say i forgot to say what d would be i want a bad match reporting tool so i can spend less time on query reports and adding negatives and yeah we've got some nice conversations on this um yeah and then um Niels replies hey you've got my scripts for that <laughs> julie replies indeed however it should not require script to manage in my opinion it would be a win-win with us teaching the machines to make better matches and greg asquit um a guy that i've worked with um at essence um who's an amazing like script builder and has built some amazing tools that um for essence goes um hey julie i'm trying to build out a platform of useful tools like this um what do you think a bad match tool looks like automatically block key terms that don't contain the keywords and i was like oh yes greg that would be fantastic considering that the tool which is called which is called accessible so that's a d c e s s I-B-L-E. Um, yeah, I think that's a great tool for just automated stuff um, that you should go and you guys should check out. So check that brandname.com. Um, and considering the tool, I find the tool is already pretty, pretty useful. So definitely something, a new feature I feel that could be very useful. Um, and so in reply to Greg's um, answer where he was like, automatically, why are we, what, what, did, what would this tool need to look like? Do we need to automatically block um, terms that can't contain the keywords. And I was like, I'm also thinking of things like when the order of the search term is different from your keywords, e.g. milk chocolate and chocolate milk do not have the same intent. Julie replies, it needs to be able to be taught nuance, like um, like just like Anu's um, example. Yay for the win. Um, <laughs> the machines uh, right now are just too simplistic in their understanding of intent um julia vice replies to um yeah what i mentioned they're saying i put the example 
um, in my search 101 deck about six years ago, and it remains true. These algorithms are improving um, at semantics, but they're not great. Greg replies, on a basic level, a tool could definitely be built to spot whether the exact term was used or if all of the terms of the words and the keywords are on the search term. I've been experimenting, um, which seems to be the most advanced intent measure out there. Um, he's been experimenting with this blog from Google that allows you to, yeah, understand search intent, search better, understanding search better than ever before. And, um, yeah, looking at basically, you can look at put search terms in and it will show you a before and after. Is this what I think it does? I'll show you, send you guys a link to it again in my link tree um, link. And then we go on to question six. Niels gives us saying, what new feature do you expect to be added to or removed from Google ads in the near future? Um, Leo replies um, to question six saying keyword match types sooner or later. Um, and then we've got Sarah Scarf replying to yeah, question six saying manual bidding. I did think they might get rid of call extensions too and make you use the ones attached to your location extensions. But then they launched their call recording. Interesting. And, um, and my reply to question six was the fact that I can't think of specifics right now, but I just reckon that it's just going to be more uh, pushing more towards automation, isn't it? Um, but no, I do not think it will make professionals um, redundant. We are just going to have to be more intelligent when talking strategy. And as Sarah Scarf said earlier on, as well as optimization and just being a lot clever, a lot more clever with that. And then in response to question six, we've got John Kagan saying keywords. My gut says they will be gone within three years. I also have no substantial proof to back that up. Um, and yeah, we've got Sean Ellie replying to question six saying more automation or less transparency. And I'm guessing when they finally get some traction in their own marketplace, they will add a buy now extension for ads. I think that was a very interesting one, doing the buy now one. Dora Thomas replies, folks have been saying match types are going away for a decade now more depth not more depth into um analyzing the why is um something that i'd expect to see we're seeing that with the explanations which i find very valuable when i'm doing a quick check um and then we've got some um, julie replying to question six saying keywords won't fully go away but the only match type will be essentially um but the only the only match type will be essentially modified broad. I would not be shocked if manual bidding went away either within a few years. We already accept it from from other platforms. And then Niels goes on to the last question of the day. Um, saying now, how do you stay updated on the latest features? So question seven is how do you stay updated on the latest features? Um, and then yeah, Julia Vice goes, I'm lucky enough to have beta deck uh, to have beta decks sent regularly along with that search engine land and this community. Yeah, for me it's definitely yeah this community, PPC chat discussions, SE um SE journal, um search engine land, LinkedIn PPC hero and just like yeah general twitter and just opening loads of different channels on tweet decks and see what's going on I also follow the FB ads chat so that's the Facebook ads um chat handle and Niels replies PPC chat search engine land google announcement and reddit oh I didn't realize reddit which is um I think the 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 specific url for that is forward slash r forward slash ppc um, Leo replies, too many news newsletters, of course. Um, Sarah Scarf replies, I follow the best people on Twitter, attend town halls, and sometimes I even read the messages in the, in the Google ads <laughs> interface. 
Dougar Thomas replies, search engine roundtable and search engine journal are good at someone saw this and this is the official PR respectively. Notifications in the interface are valuable for me as well. Julie replies, this community generally has the scoop and search engine land and search engine journal have the latest news too. Um, Sean Ellie replies, I'm interested in these answers because aside from Google newsletters, Twitter, and some blogs, I usually don't have time to read. I think I can improve on staying um, up to date. Yeah, just follow like the PPC chat discussion. You'll be up to date. <laughs> Kami Karras replies, following key PPC related bloggers and groups on Twitter, always the most cutting edge news. Um, yeah, I give my answers. Yeah, SE Journal, Search Engine Land, PPC Hero, and I'm just so proud of joining brain labs who have bought um hannah pin and ppc hero because these are the guys that taught me ppc when i was starting up and now part of that community and part of that company it's going to be really exciting julie bicini replies question seven again saying i do try to have chat topics about big new features too so we can all discuss and share information um and yeah we come to the end of our chat today and I think that was a very um, exciting chat and riveting chat with some really good good answers there in terms of what we like and don't like about the platform like you know what the future of it is going to be and um, I really hope like you enjoyed that and took some great takeaways but before we come to a close we come to our quiz so our question was again according to the new features and announcements google page how many updates gave how many updates have there been this year already drum roll please for the answer the answer is 42 and my phone just opened up and it was on 42 percent of um of battery so that's a very creepy coincidence like literally 42 um updates that have been this year and my battery is on 42 percent left <laughs> find that hilarious um i hope you do too um and hope you got that answer right did you get 40s guess 40s did you get more guess more did you guess less let me know um but yeah i hope you found this talk useful and took some great takeaways um and if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions do get in touch with me um on my handle minds one ppc or follow our instagram page which is ppc chat underscore roundup and remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your songs kicking bye